Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge. The first rule of Cartridge Club is you do not talk about Cartridge Club. The second rule of Cartridge Club is you do not talk about Cartridge Club. Welcome to episode 17 of the Cartridge Club. For those of you who are unfamiliar with what the Cartridge Club is, we are a Game of the Month podcast where the guests are chosen from the fellow members of the club. I am Player One, the older brother of the dynamic YouTube duo known as the Cartridge Bros. Tonight, I am joined by my brother Player Two and a pair of fantastic guests. Let's get to them now. First up, from the self-titled YouTube channel Joe Goes Retro, we have the man himself, Joe. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. So why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what your channel's about, uh, what you are about, some of your favorite uh, gaming memories and stuff like that. Well, uh, the channel's basically about just a celebration of all things retro gaming. Um, I try to do uh, videos every week on different games. Sometimes I'll do a top five, sometimes I'll try something a little different, but mostly I've been doing reviews, and uh, once a month I'll show my pickups off. Also, uh, Joe Goes Retro is on Facebook, where I show off my collection, which is constantly growing, because I'm still somewhat new to this. I've only been at this for a little less than two years now. Wow. And uh, I think that's really about it. Hmm, that's interesting. What, uh, what got you back into it after uh, two years ago, Joe? Kind of, like, bored with, with like, mo- regular, well, not regular, but, like, modern gaming right. and I what's going on. So, I can relate to that. Yeah. And I had a lot of uh, the uh, the stuff that was ported to the Game Boy Advance and then Virtual Console on the Wii, and I just first started playing a lot of that stuff again. It was like, I want to get the real thing. Right, right. And mm-hmm. it just blew up from there. Right on. I think, yeah, I think, uh, like Matt said, a lot of us can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, def- I know I definitely can. Uh, modern gaming is uh, kind of a, a not, I, would, I wouldn't say all of it, but uh, a, a, a large majority of it for me is a bust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I'm sure there's great games there, but I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I'm just not interested. I hear really good things about the Call of Duty franchise. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to our three listeners who play Call of Duty. Okay, <laughs> so that's Joe from Joe Goes Retro. We're happy to have him here, um, and we happen to know for a fact that he's a huge Streets of Rage fan, so he's uh, perfect for this episode. And next up, we have the man who lets no game go unplayed. No turd left unpolished, and no LJN game go undefended. Joining us on the show tonight is Matt, the LJN Defender. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Yourself? I'm doing fine. So, Matt, why don't you let our listeners know uh, what exactly an LJN Defender is? <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I'll say that you can find my channel at Cygnus Destroyer 20XX. And what that is, LJN Defender, well, um, like the title says, I over the course of the series, I'm going to review every LJN game. Every every game that has the rainbow on the cover, I'm going to take a look at that. And I, uh, well, you know, over the years, especially since the AVGN has become popular, the LJN is, LJN's gotten a reputation for being shit and, you know, the, <laughs> the, the rainbow of doom and all that. So, whereas me, growing up, I played those games growing up, and, you know, I enjoyed them. I mean, they're not great games, but there's a lot of fun to be had there. So I decided that, I, I saw that 
nobody out there was really sticking up for Eldan, so it's like, you know what, I'm going to be that guy. And you know what, I've uh, I've gotten my fair share of, of hate from it, but, you know, it's just words, so hey, I'm going to see this through to the end. <laughs> that's awesome. And, and you but, know what, that, that's a great uh, point. I didn't realize, I never even thought about LJN until ABGN exactly. started trashing on yep. it. I mean, of course, some people take it way too seriously. Of course, James, I'm sure James doesn't hate LJN, but right. I mean, but his fans certainly take his word as Bible. You know, like I've gotten so many comments. It's like LJN sucks. And you're an idiot for liking LJN, blah, blah, blah. It's like, OK, chill, dude. Personally, I wonder how many of those people have actually played some of those games themselves. Exactly. Right, exactly. Because right. I get like I can tell I get comments from younger people. It's like. You weren't even born when the NES was out, so you can't really speak on this. I mean, no offense. Because, of course, there are people who are, like, teens or younger who are into retro games, and that's awesome. And I'm fully supportive of that, about that. But I know for a fact there's some who just, you know, watch that show and take what he says as the Bible, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Those, uh, those negative comments, uh, I once heard a, a wise quote. Actually, it was, he said, said, sent it directly to us. But it, it was a wise quote from uh, Maincade, and it was... Uh, no comments are bad comments and any kind exactly. of uh so if they took the time to watch your video and leave that comment well at least they watched <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah and somebody oh. somewhere saw that they made a comment on your video and then that person probably clicked it yep you're right you got it <laughs> also uh before we go on i i know that you've mentioned it before but where did uh cygnus destroyer 20xx come from Okay. Uh, yes, I. I don't know if I've ever said that anywhere. Like on, if I said that on Narc or one hour, if I said it. But I will say, if I haven't said it uh, before, okay. Funny <laughs> enough, the name that I use for my retro gaming video, you know, videos on YouTube, actually started from Xbox Live. Uh, what it was is I was like trying to think of my gamer tag. I was like, huh, okay, what do I want to go with? What do I want to go with? And then the first thing that popped in my head was the song Cygnus X One by Rush. I was not. I mean, I've always been a pretty big Rush fan, so and nice. I was especially on a Rush kick back then. So I was like, "Oh yeah, Cygnus. Hey, that sounds cool." And I was like, "Okay, something that sounds good with Cygnus." The, 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 the Destroyer, perfect. There we go. Print, print it. That's hilarious. <laughs> and the twenty yeah. XX is clearly a reference to Mega Man. <laughs> oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I could have swore you did say that on Arky, but maybe you didn't. I, I might have. I don't remember. I'm not sure now. Either way. If you haven't listened to but that. But if not, it, it's out there now. So. That's, yeah, right. that's right. It's out there now. So yeah. if at the end of this episode you really want to get more of Matt and, you know, you've gorged yourself on his YouTube channel, check him out on the uh, when he was a guest on the NARC podcast. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Okay. So normally we have three guests. Um, and tonight we would have had three guests. Unfortunately, uh, my work currently has me on a seven days floating in the middle of nowhere, two days at home, struggling, trying to get everything done schedule. So we were we had to reschedule our time to record tonight, which made us not be able to sync up with our third guest. Um, but don't worry, uh, he has done a pre-recorded message and sent it into us, and uh, it is the most rascally club member we've ever had. So uh, <laughs> later on, you'll be hearing uh, Anzi of the Rad Rascals his thoughts on uh, Streets of Rage Two. Hold on, yeah. are you trying to say Anzi is more rascally than Ben? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think for Them's sure. fighting words. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Ben Ben is rascally, right? He's up there, but 
Anzi's the only rascal I know that could just go vegan for a whole month because of, you know, because you know, of. Plus, he's an all-gen gamer now, so, you know, he's got, you know, like, Gamester and whatnot on his back, so. Yeah, you know, so see, oh, Ben's got to tone oh, down yeah. the rascality, yeah. you know. Well, that's, yes, oh, I that's see. a good point. <laughs> you know, the shoulders are going to be getting heavy. He can full-on rascal, yep. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. true. So he's like 50% rascal, 50% exactly. all-gen gamer. Whereas yep. Anzi is 100% rascal. There you go. Sure is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's uh, that's our two guests and our third, uh, we'll call him a phone a friend, I guess. I really wish he'd been here because uh, I know Anzi, just like the uh, just like Matt and just like Joe, he really loves the Streets of Rage uh, series. So it'll be really exciting to hear what he thinks after we've talked to the other two fellows yeah. here. Especially, especially, I really wanted to hear his opinion on the soundtrack because I know he really doesn't like uh, Yuzo Koshiro's music, so uh, it would have been nice to hear that. So. Yeah. Wait, he doesn't <laughs> like Yuzo Koshiro's? How is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. He's probably losing it right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's already, he's say. turned off the podcast, unsubscribed, and he's on a flight to Nova Scotia to beat us both <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, them spiking <laughs> words. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's eating a big plate of vegan kick-ass and coming over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that's our guests. Uh, so now I'm going to turn things over to my wonderful brother, Player Two. He has just finished typing up a completely off-the-cuff uh, <laughs> explanation of uh, this month's game. Oh, I should have definitely thought ahead on this. But that's all right, because I have lots of help. Um, this month, we were playing Streets of Rage 2, which Woo. is a, uh, a famous, well-known arcade beat-em-up. Um, we were actually playing the, the Genesis port. I actually didn't even know this was on the arcade for the longest time. Um, I just assumed it was only a Genesis game, but, uh, so yeah, in my mind, that's what it was made for. And this was developed by Sega themselves. So, you know, it's definitely something they put a lot of time and attention on and it was Actually, released back. I don't back... think there was, sorry to interrupt, but I don't think there was an arcade streets. Of yeah, no, I'm pretty sure there's not. Oh no, I'm, I'm pretty positive there is. <laughs> uh, cause I remember the Wikipedia article mentions one, but. I've never seen or heard of such a thing. Yeah. Oh, Joe, I don't get my information from. Uh, from... <laughs> um, I have uh, valid sources that say, okay, maybe it wasn't an arcade porn. It's possible. I remember somebody on the Cartridge Club forums uh, mentioning that it wasn't mentioning that it was an arcade port, and then somebody else correcting them that it wasn't. And I think Anzi in his phone call mentions it's not as well. Huh. Um, yeah. So you're outvoted like seven to one here. Well, um... No, because I was uh, going to say, if, if there is, I mean, I know what I have to download on MAME, like, ASAP. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we were playing the Genesis uh, version, the only version of Streets of Rage 2, which was amazing. I said I was surprised that there was an arcade for <laughs> But anyway, moving on. So, yeah, that's what we were playing this month. This was actually my first time playing Streets of Rage. I've actually played through the first one at the start of the month and then through the second one, and this was my first time playing either of them. I, I, I got to say I'm, I'm kind of envious to actually relive it for the first time again. Um, <sighs> the you know what? I, I enjoyed myself, and I enjoyed the game, but I'm envious of you because I know I would have appreciated it more back in the day. That, that's probably true, yeah. So don't be I too envious, trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Okay, so uh, but that was me. How about you? How about you, P One? Was this your first time playing? I was just curious. Yeah, this was definitely my first time playing any of the Streets of Rage franchise, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I will say, um, I didn't expect much from a beat 'em up on the Genesis. Ooh. You know, um, and it turns out I was super wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, I really, uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, 
Unfortunately, I, I only had a small amount of time playing two-player, but I'm sure we'll get into that. But uh, no, I, uh, this was my first time, and uh, they, they were gentle, so it was nice. Good. I too. So, yeah, I just wanna, so you guys did play both of them, one and two? You, did you play one before two, or did, did you not play one at all? I did. Like, I'm not sure if you No, did. I only played two. Um, okay. So I, I was going to say, going time. back to going back, if you play one after playing two, yeah, it might be kind of rough. I mean, it's still a really yeah. good game, but yeah. it's weak in comparison to two. I okay. found it, um, when I played through one, it was, it was okay. It was charming enough, but I was praying that two would be better and boy, were my prayers answered. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, we'll definitely get into that. So uh, now that me and uh, and P1 are covered the uh, the versions of the Streets of Rage series, I want to get to the guys who have known this game for a lot longer. So uh, Joe, let's start with you. What was your first time playing Streets of Rage two, and uh, and did you love it right from the start? Oh, I absolutely did love it right from the start. I probably was about fifteen when I first played it, if I'm not mistaken, give or take, maybe sixteen, something <laughs> like that. And yeah. it's been quite a while, so. Wow. So so you played it back when it first came out. Yeah. Have you played it since then? Did you play it throughout the years? or? Oh, yeah. Um, that was one of the first things I, did, I uh, purchased on the virtual console for the Nintendo Wii. Oh, right on. Right so I had it there. And then, of course, you know, when I uh, started collecting games again, knew I had to have it. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see why. All right. Um, how about you, Mr. LJN Defender? Well, I don't remember exactly the first time that I played it. Like, I don't know if it was a rental. It probably was a rental. Mm -hmm. I know it wasn't the first Genesis game I ever played because I think that was Altered Beast. I think it was uh, when one of my cousins brought their Genesis over to one of our you know family get-togethers. I think that was my first taste of the Genesis. But I can tell you that Streets of Rage 2 was the game that I got with my Genesis when I got it in my birthday in 1990. Three, I think it was. Nice. See, because I actually had a Super Nintendo first, like for a couple years before, and then my cousin. It's funny, my cousins were the exact opposite. They had the Genesis, I had the Super Nintendo, and then eventually we we had both. But <laughs> yeah, like when I did eventually get the Genesis, I made sure that Streets of Rage Two was the first game that I got because I loved it. it right from the beginning, right from the first time I played it, loved it so much. Right on, right on. So two big fans right from the get go. Oh yeah. Now, did you guys play the original before the sequel? No, I did. And uh, no, I, I rented it after. Gotcha. So you went back to it. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, with that said, I suppose we should get uh, start explaining what the game is to all of our listeners. So we'll get into the story first of all. Now, this one it is a sequel to the original Street of Rage, like we mentioned, and the story actually picks up one year after the original. Uh, the original ends with. I guess we should talk about what the original was because it's almost the same. And, uh, and what it basically boils down to is the city is taken over by, uh, by this syndicate run by this uh, madman named Mr. X. And the only person who can stop them is a robotized police officer. No. <laughs> I played the wrong game. Uh, yeah, you sure did. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> There's a robot dude, robotic-ish dude in number three, but you know, you're way ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Zan, who's, who's a really cool character, but no, not in the first one. <laughs> well, he sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, he's like one of his like power up is it's kind of like Colossus in the X Men arcade game. He kind of oh, like okay. does that, you know, like where he affects everybody on screen. It's really cool. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really I haven't played the third one yet, so I am looking forward to giving that a try after this. I'll tell you that. You should. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the story picks up after the first one, and it's kind of a repeat. Would anybody like to sum up the story real quick about uh, maybe the first one? Uh, Joe, how about you? You played the first one. Yeah, of course. Um, basically, uh, as you already mentioned, the syndicate and their boss, um, Mr. X, have basically taken over this uh, city, which they don't even give a name to in the <laughs> series. Nope. Yeah. But uh, actually, in uh, the Japanese version of 3, they do, but uh, they did not in either of the first two. Hmm. What was it called in that one? Do you do you remember? Not off the top of my head. Just curious. Okay, okay. It's the fir- it's I know in the Japanese version it's the first thing that comes up when you see the story scroll in the beginning. Okay, okay. But um hmm. as a, as it was as it goes on, uh basically the whole system becomes corrupt, all the cops corrupt, so on and so forth, and there we have these three officers who are kind of disgruntled with the, the system being so <laughs> corrupt that they go out on their own, become vigilantes. And yep. take back the town. And form the eighteen. That sounds exactly uh <laughs> and the and those, uh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and those uh those three were uh Adam Hunter, Blaze Fielding, and Axel Stone. Right on. And uh so before we get into the actual characters, that pretty much ends with them beating Mr. X, correct? Yep. That's so, it. So so number two starts up and uh Matt, number two starts up, I believe, with Mr. X returning. Is this correct? Yes. That is correct. Where does he come from? How is he back? I don't think it ever really explained. I mean, it, it's, no, a, it's a beat em up. I mean, you know, it's not like it's, it's not like this is War and Peace or anything. It's not like you're going to have like a great story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, 3 does a pretty good job of, of trying to be a little more epic in their story. But I mean, no, it's, it, you know, you're, you're never going to get a great story from a beat em up. No, true enough. True enough. All right, and uh, and you did mention Adam Hunter before from the original, yep. and he is now captured, and that is sort of the motivation for for our heroes to return back to the city, which they've now left, and, mm-hmm. uh, and those two are Axel and Blaze. But what will they do without Adam? <laughs> if only there was someone to fill that gap. But, he was uh, my favorite in the first one, I'll say that much. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Who was your uh, character in the first one, Joe? Actually, uh, my favorite was uh, Blaze. Okay, Blaze. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Makes sense. It's nice to see two different opinions on that. So I'm curious to hear what you guys, what character you guys played as in this one. So how about uh, how about you, Matt? Who did you play as in the sequel? Okay, well, I uh, going back to childhood. Mm-hmm. It's always my favorite character, Skate or Sam, if you want to call him, who's actually Adam's younger brother. Right. He's just he was always so cool to me. I don't know. He just I don't know the rollerblades <laughs> and whatnot. And he, in fact. He was single-handedly responsible. I know it for me wanting to try out rollerblades when I was like a teenager. Of course, yeah. I failed horribly. I could never really get the hang of it, and I abandoned it real quickly. But it's hard. Yeah, skate will always be my dude. Did yeah, your he, uh... Uh, did your parents punish you with a bright neon green and pink <laughs> pair of rollerblades like mine did? Uh, I can't say that they did. No. <laughs> I asked for rollerblades, and that's what I got. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, that that's that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, I learned to rollerblade real fast. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet you did. I, I bet you did. 
Yeah, but yeah, Skate, Skate was actually my character too. He, I like playing as him. He's he's a fast character, and I think that's yeah. why I was. Uh, he's weak, but yeah, he's very fast. But fast, yeah. I think that's why I was drawn to him. But he, yeah, you're right. He is your yeah. your stereotypical '90s teenager. Oh, total. You know? And uh, I don't know. He definitely has an appeal, and he is mm-hmm. quite as well. And and the fact that he's the younger brother of the guy who's kidnapped is kind of cool as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I played as Axel in the original. And I wanted uh, someone a little faster, and they said he was the fastest, so that's why I went with him. But uh, but how about you, Joe? Who did you play as? Going way back, ever since I first started playing the game, I always actually played as Max. Ah, oh, yes. really? Yeah. He might be slow-moving, but once he gets in close range with the men enemy, enemy, it's pretty much over, because most of his attacks have a lot more power than everybody else yeah. I, I can totally understand the appeal of max i mean he's totally got the mike hagar vibe to him so yeah, yeah and also i was that. a huge wrestling fan as a kid so ah uh, yes absolutely he's oh, a yeah. wrestler so yeah uh, yeah and uh there's nothing that uh quite satisfies as much as uh the sound of him one-handing that pipe into somebody's skull <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah well, that's funny so it's interesting that you played as blaze in the original um, which is kind of the faster character, and then Max in the sequel. Oh, huh, kind of neat. But uh, yeah, Max, he uh, he's Axel's friend in uh, in the story. Um, right. Some could question about how much of a friend he really is. Um, I've heard rumors that maybe they were a little more, but uh, he, uh, that's all behind the scenes. Okay, uh, not to get too far ahead of things. Go but ahead, go ahead. In, okay, in Streets of Rage 3... Yeah, uh, Max is not a playable character. Okay. Yet when you beat the game, uh, one of the endings, uh, I think the best ending, you see him at, at the end with the group, like in the group chat. It's like, huh. dude, where the hell were you? You know, all this was going on in the city. You know, you could have, you could have, you couldn't lend a hand. I mean, come on. Oh, he had a royal rumble to attend to. Uh, that that must have been it. Yep, you got it. <laughs> That's very interesting. I didn't know that he wasn't even yep. in the third one, huh? Yeah, exactly. Good to know, good to know. How about you, P1? Who did you play as? So, it was, seeing as it was my first time with Streets of Rage, um, I was a Rage virgin. So what I did was <laughs> I wanted to try them all out to see if I could find, you know, like Stella, I needed to, to find my groove. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so I started out uh, with Skate, because I remember hearing, I, I, I was either a podcast or somebody's video, somebody talked about Skate being awesome. Actually... Probably okay. was mine. Yeah, I think it might have been. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I didn't mention that yet. I, In case anybody didn't know, I reviewed the entire trilogy, so you can watch that on my channel in, on my Cygnus Destroyers retro review show. So, yeah, plug over. <laughs> yeah, so... And, uh, and if you don't sure... have the time to watch uh, his video, uh, yes, you can it's watch very long. both one and my reviews of one and two on my channel. <laughs> Everybody stop the podcast now. Go watch both <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, so I, I tried Skate out, and he was, I agree, he was, he's very fast, he's the, mm-hmm. like, the fastest character, but I found that his attacks were very weak, and I had a hard time controlling him, because for whatever reason, I kept launching into the air. Yeah. Um, Those are some of the strongest attacks, though. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. So then I was like, okay, <laughs> let's try and ground myself, so he's really fast, so let's try um, Max, because Max looks like he might be slower, so when you play as Max, he's the big lumbering, hulking, slow, although they all move the same speed, it feels, sometimes, but uh, um, Max is really slow, but he's got, like Joe mentioned, he's got those big, powerful attacks, and uh, playing as Max, my second time through, I actually made it to stage six, I think, um, without having to use a continue or anything, so I, I really liked that, but he was 
too much to the extreme, so he was too slow. So like Goldilocks, I had tried one that was too fast, and I had tried one that was too slow, and I needed to find one that was just right. Um, I didn't want to play as Axel because he looked like Zach Morris to me. And, uh, <laughs> so I went, uh, when I used to play World of Warcraft, I played as a female character because if you're going to stare at an ass for 180 hours, it might as well be a nice one. Oi. <laughs> so I, I tried. The same thing. <laughs> right on. Um, so I went, uh, I went as Blaze and I fell in love right away. She, uh, she was the perfect combination of speed and physical attacks and looks and, you know, She's a dance instructor, and I don't know. She just, uh, she was the one for me. Uh, Blaze lit my fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I got to say, though, that since you said that, now I want to say by the bell, beat him up. Somebody make that happen. Oh, yeah. That is Mr. Belding could be like the overall bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Holy, that sounds like an idea. <laughs> Kickstarter, yes. here we come. Yeah, that sounds a lot more fun than the uh, Full House Tournament Fighters. <laughs> yeah. actually exists? I don't know what that is. I, I think, think somebody was... actually did make like a flash game of it. I'm pretty right. positive. My gosh! Wow, that sounds dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the idea. Yep. So yeah, Probably. Blaze, Skate, and Max, but nobody picked Axel. I am shocked by this. I figured. I the... will say that when I did play, I went with with Skate first of all. But I actually playing on normal. I used the regular default settings. And I actually got a game over, like, at the seventh level. So I actually went for the second time as Axel. Oh, okay. and I and I And I beat it with Axel that time. Using oh. the bare knuckle all the time. You got to love that mm-hmm. bare knuckle. But I'm getting ahead of things. We'll talk about the bare knuckle later. No, that's okay. And, uh, well, at least Axel got a little bit of loving. Yes. Uh, and uh, I actually, uh, cool. when I recorded my review of Streets of Rage 2, yep. I actually game, I actually got the game over on the last boss with Max. Playing it on normal, Aww. and then went and started the whole game from the beginning for more footage, capture footage for the review, and beat it without any continues as Axel. Oh wow, that's nice. Pretty yeah, I gotta admit, I played on easy and used a couple continues, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, and that's how I got totally it. respectable. Yeah, especially yeah, for a first timer. Time for- yeah, exactly. and it was my first time playing this one. Mm-hmm. I, the first yep. Streets of Rage, I didn't even get to to complete. I got to the very last boss and died, and, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to number two right away. But I'm like, yeah, I am I mean, that, that game's a whole other level than two. Very much, true. much harder. Very difficult. Very difficult. Yep. Um, have, have either of you guys ever beaten it on the hardest difficulty? I have not. No, I have not either. What a feat! I'd be curious to hear if anybody has, because. <laughs> that would be um, pretty I'm think, sure there's uh, YouTube videos out there. I think. Um, oh yeah. He, Dean, round two gaming. I think uh, he posted on Instagram that oh, he beat it on hard. Right, he did. Uh, and I think he I, was playing as Max too. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome. impressive. Uh, I, got, I, I definitely tip my hat to uh, to to anybody who can do that. So rock on, Dean. I know. Uh, yeah, there was a couple guys because uh, I know Donovan Viper was trying to do it. He was trying to get the platinum trophy. Mm-hmm. And I know that Anzi posted a couple videos up of him on hard. So. Oh, did he beat it? I never got to see the end. I wonder if he... Uh, he posted them while I was sailing, so uh, we have a 14.4K internet out on the ship, so uh. unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch them yet. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's 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 a challenge. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. All, all right, right, well, let's talk, uh, talk a bit. Well, I think the story's pretty cliche. Um, your friend gets mm-hmm. kidnapped. You're returning back to town to beat up the syndicate again because the bad guy's back. So, Did you play Escape because secretly you wanted to feel like you were coming to save me from being kidnapped? 
Well, I don't want to get too deep on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> That's what I base most of my decisions on in life. <laughs> that pretty much sums up the the plot, which is you know it's pretty generic, pretty generic '90s beat 'em up stuff. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of Streets of Rage 2, which is the gameplay. So I found the controls all pretty responsive. I uh, never had any troubles with it. Um, by the end of the game, I knew a lot of the combos, but not most of them. Uh, I'm curious to hear what you guys thought about uh, the overall control scheme and, and maybe the combos and stuff. How about you, P1? Were you picking up on any of the combos as you were playing? Um, so I didn't know there were combos until uh, probably my fifth or sixth time playing it. Um, I had made it up as far as stage seven, and I was having a real hard time, um, especially with the guys that have like the long hair and the claws. They were really doing a number on me so uh i was having a hard time and i was like i'm really gonna like i gotta be doing something wrong there's too much happening here on the screen <laughs> so i went to the forums to try and see what was going on and one of the guys was like p1 you need to get a copy of the combos and try using those so i <laughs> opened up the book that i have um and i, I read the combos and i was like well <laughs> <laughs> back in the days where reading the manual really helped out yeah mm-hmm. so uh yeah without the combos this game is really hard yeah you yeah. better believe it is yeah how about uh, how about you, Joe? Did you did you find it uh, the combos you know easy to to learn and maintain? Pretty much. I mean, I spent a lot of time with beat 'em ups over the years, and this was even one of the first ones that I ever picked up on. And yeah, I didn't realize they were there at first, but going back to it later, I did pick up on a lot of things, and most of it became pretty intuitive. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah, you see, like growing up on the the Konami beat 'em up set that I was used to, I was not expecting um, such an intricate system. And it's not too intricate. I mean, it's pretty simple. But the fact that oh, it's yeah. there and 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 just enough to keep it a little more immersive, I, I was shocked when I found out that it was even in there. Um, how about you, Matt? Did uh, did you have any trouble learning all the combos and everything? Well, see, I, I've always known that the combos were there, but I mean, it's not like it's something that I actively set out to you know learn or whatever i mean i found that you can pretty much just string together a combo pretty easily by just you know keep on mashing the b button yeah you know that'll give you a a good enough combo but for me more often than not especially in this playthrough i would just do the dash attacks the forward forward b you know especially axel the bare knuckle you know he's pretty much unstoppable doing that thing just keep on Mm -hmm. forward forward b forward forward b (laughs) a lot of times i realized that i start using the dash uh, or especially with Max using the, the as a slide yeah, sure. uh, to get away. Ah, interesting, interesting. Because okay. it moves a little faster than I'm walking. Hmm. Makes sense. Especially so with Max. So that moves you about a quarter across the screen further, that much quicker. So if you need to put some distance between you and the opponent, yeah. it's a pretty and helpful gra- way to do it. And the great thing about the dash is that unlike the A special attack, it doesn't take any health from the bar. Right? That's right. Yeah, what's that about? Why does the special attack take health? I don't know. That's just like beat 'em up cliche, though. It's like exactly. Everyone <laughs> has that, you know? Well, just like uh, in the original Streets of Rage, that's how it worked in that one, too, right? No, I don't think so. Nope. No, I, th- I think the uh, you know when you summon that car, the cop car who shoots you know the rocket launcher. Uh, I, I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah, I think, that. I think just, you just have, have like a certain you. number that you can use. It, I don't yeah, think it you takes start any the health. stage with one. Yeah, one, and, and then you, and can you pick can one up more. later. Yeah, at certain levels. And I got to tell you, I like that a lot more. Um, really? Playing this one because I hate 
using my health for anything. Yeah, so I never ever used it throughout the entire playthrough. And I kept wishing I had a cop to drive through and, and shoot of, a bazooka. Of course, until you get to the last level in the, the first game when you can't use it at all because you're up in the high rise. Right, right, right. I just thought of another beat-em-up where using the special attack uses your health. Uh, Legend on the Super Nintendo. And if you'd like to hear more about that, oh you can God. see our review on YouTube. <laughs> wow. Oh, plugs away. Plugs away. <laughs> wow. Just dishing out all those plugs. <laughs> oh, wow. spare, spare yourself the time and just play Street uh... Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. But, yeah, I mean, that is a staple. And I think that's why I liked the Streets of Rage, the original Streets of Rage specials, because it didn't do that. Um, I was just always fond of that, I suppose. But yeah, um, what, what did you guys think about like uh, like grabbing, walking into people to, to automatically grab them? I didn't even realize I was doing it half the time. I just thought I had hit a button, but yeah. turns out you just walk into them. I, I kind of wished there was a button to grab. Did anybody else feel that, Joe, maybe? No, uh, actually, grabbing was one of the first things I figured out right on. when playing the game. In the first, Well, even in the first game, that was like something I picked up on right away and just... Using the opponents and the different enemies coming at you and using them as projectiles, throwing them into the other enemies, becomes oh, very useful. Yeah, it's an extremely powerful tactic. Just, just especially with Skate, I'm jumping on them or grabbing them and then jumping on their heads and just I was just going to bring that up. Yep, I love oh, that. I love that graphic. I was so impressed yep. with that. And uh, and like you guys, I was using a lot of the, uh, the dash attacks, especially that one where... Um, Skate dash and jumped and used yep. his, kind of like his head. Oh, so powerful. But anyway, those are the controls. It's, it's, it's your classic beat-em-up. Um, you know, you can just mash buttons and you can pretty much get through the whole game. But the fact that they threw in that combo system, I think made it a little more immersive and, and, and definitely helped it rather than hindered it. Yeah, it's, yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's like... They made it simple enough that if all you wanted to do was grab the controller and smash away, you were good. But if you wanted to dig deeper, you wanted to get a little more, you could get more out of the game. And uh, you have to you have to love what you're creating to take the time to do that kind of level of detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, Sega definitely put a lot of passion into this one. All right, so let's take a minute to talk about the weapons that you find throughout. Um, a lot of them were pretty similar to the original, especially the knife. Um, the knife is useless. It's the worst weapon. Yes. Oh, I agree. <laughs> what did and you, you can't throw it knife? either. You can't do anything with it. It sucks. You can't get a you can't get a B combo because as Unless soon as you, you stab somebody, they fall yeah, down. That's about it. Like, yeah, you can throw it. That's right. And, and throwing yeah. it was pretty good. But what about the the kunai, like the the ninja knife? <laughs> I found that one yeah. was pretty strong. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Strong, but just lacks the range. That works, that works well. It's not. It's not the katana, you know, that, that right. pops up later. But I mean, yeah. or the pipe, you know, that. Uh, that's, the pipe's that's just so satisfying right. to use. Oh, oh absolutely. I forgot all yeah. about that pipe. And it sounds <laughs> like it's like they actually hit people with pipes to get that sound effect right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just very. <laughs> yeah, I totally love the sound effects in this game. I think it's probably my my favorite sound effects in like every beat 'em up. My, like my all-time favorite for sure. Okay. I, I can agree with that. Agreed. Were there any other weapons that you guys can think of? I think we I think we just summed them all up pretty quick. We pretty yeah. much covered them all. Yeah, I think so. Lion. That knife is useless. 
<laughs> oh, absolutely. It sucks. It was all right. You, you nick them and they fall down and then that's it. You just stand there swinging. <laughs> it's good for crowd control. Of course, you know, it doesn't have rocket launchers like the game I just reviewed, Captain Commando. Another cheap plug. Check out my Captain Commando review. <laughs> 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 you know uh, that night. I don't know. I just I hated the knife. It would have been better as a yo-yo, like they used in Star Tropics in episode twelve of the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're moving on to level design. <laughs> Cartridge Club episode seventeen. Plugs are us. Plugs are us. Right. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just call it the Plugcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> plugs of Ridge. Anyway, yes. design. So let's talk a bit about everybody's favorites and worst levels um i think my favorite was number five i think it was is that the moment that's a boat yes uh yes yes Uh, it is that one was my favorite and was actually my favorite soundtrack too but we'll get to that later but um how about you guys were there anything that stood out to you how about you p1 do you remember anything that uh, any level that stood out to you i remember damn near shitting my pants when i walked onto the set of alien yeah, what? <laughs> well, I believe what it is is that's supposed to be like an amusement park, and you're yes. in some kind of like... And, and you've just mentioned my favorite level in the whole game. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. And actually, that's my favorite piece of music in the whole game, too, and the whole series, during the, that cave section or whatever. That, that piece, music was yeah. that. I remember that music. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, I was, it was like, man, this game's pretty good. You know, the setting's cool. This town is neat. And then it's like, oh, okay, I'm on LV426. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And if it was, in fact, an amusement park, what was that alien thing at the end? I that- know. Yeah. <laughs> like Nahablitz or whatever it's called. Something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something strange like that. Yeah, The syndicate <laughs> rewired it or something, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I liked... Uh, I like that state. I actually enjoyed it, but there was a stage. I think it's right afterwards. You're in like a park, and uh, I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah. I hated the stage on the bridge. Those I almost used a very harsh curse word, but those guys on the motorcycles. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it yeah. rhymes with rock. It can be very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> rock chuckers. Yeah, I hated those bike guys too. Like, and you couldn't. I don't know. Obviously, it's just me because you know games, but. Uh, they, like I couldn't, I couldn't knock them off. It was the hardest thing ever to knock them off their bikes. They'd run, they'd run me yeah, over seven or eight times. Time a jump kick, right? Jump yeah, that's pretty much yeah. the only way you can do it. Yeah, that's, See, that's yeah, the best way. To if you time it. just a jump straight up and then the attack, yep, that seems to be the best way that I found mm-hmm. to do it too. Oh, maybe I'll try that next time. Also, that works really well for the rocket pack guys. That's another guy. Yeah, I hated. Yeah, the jet guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, the key is to just not suck, and uh, <laughs> you'll get right on through that part. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that part, anything that knocks you over in beat-em-ups, I find is the most frustrating thing. The second that you get knocked over and you have to wait even a second, uh-huh. oh, it's so frustrating. But yeah. Um, how, about, uh, how about you, Matt? What was your favorite level, or maybe most frustrating level? He just told us his favorite level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Joe, how about you, Joe? I would have to agree. The alien level? The alien level? Well, not necessarily, not exactly the alien level, but that whole setup. I was going to say, that whole part, like, especially when you go into the arcade and, you know, the bare knuckle arcade machine right there. Like, oh, yeah. Because the the pirate ship is in that same stage, isn't it? That's all the same stage. And the baseball stadium. Yeah. Yeah, the baseball stadium with the elevator to the center of the earth. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was that yeah. all about? Oh, it's clearly Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you know what? You make a good point. Baseball stadium, you elevator down, and then you 
get beaten up by the ultimate warrior. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, in the Thunderdome. Yeah, my favorite boss, for sure. Yeah, you know what? You guys have, have made me uh, converted. I think that might be my favorite level now, too. You, well, technically it is, because the pirate ship is part of that level. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's a long level. Are you sure all that is in one? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the levels are very long like that. Wow. The one The one with the jungle and then you're on a and then you're on the ship on the, you're on the ship. That's all yeah, one level too. Yeah, a lot of these levels take you all over. That's yeah. another good point. What was with the jungle stage? I was so confused by that as well. I thought we were in a city and then we weren't. Well, I believe what it is is you're in transit stowing away aboard Mr. X's ship to get okay. to his secret lair. Okay, which is in the middle of a jungle. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like some kind of like island lair, you know, like mystery, like uh, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers or something. Okay, okay. (laughs) That's a good analogy. All right. Good enough, good enough. Okay, so that's pretty much all the levels. So let's talk about a bit about the bosses and enemies that are in those levels. Um, One thing I did want to mention is how every enemy has a life bar, which I really, uh, really enjoyed. Um, Did anybody else... Enjoy that because I found I feel like most beat em ups don't include life bars for I'm everything. I'm not done with the stages. That alien level even had the alien eggs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, true. True. Like it was, it was alien. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I died there and got game over. You did? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> An aliens <laughs> reference. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like wow. to hear more about Aliens, you can check out Retro Fandango episode wow. number four. Wow. <laughs> and the plugs keep on coming. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually episode four, but it's one of their episodes. Yeah. Just go yeah. listen to them all. I think you might be right. I've listened Something to like most that. of those, too. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, I just want it, it, it's just a weird stage, you know? Even in an amusement park. I've been to amusement parks, you know? <laughs> Not one like that, though? No. Jeez. You got to get out more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk a bit about the bosses and enemies in these stages. Because a lot of them stood out. Um, The worst one for me was uh, the guys, they always had Bear in their name. Um, They're they're usually like the big boxer guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those guys, I just could not handle them. Do you guys know how to deal with those? Do you guys have any tips? Uh, not really. I mean, those yeah, are just, the I mean, I, I just kept on, you know, bare knuckling as Axel. And then sometimes like when he like grabbed me, I'd hit the A. That's pretty much the only time I would hit, you know, use the A special attack, you know, mm-hmm. is if they got a, a, they got up close. So it's like, oh, crap. I you know, got a, Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so it's not just me then. He, he is just a frustrating guy then. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. One okay. of the most. Okay. How about, uh, how about you, Joe? What other guys stand out to you? Oh, uh. Well, uh, I believe one of you guys mentioned earlier the with the uh, one with the long hair and the claws. Mm. He oh, can be yeah. extremely frustrating when he blocks, but there's another time to use the A because yeah. you can still do damage while he's blocking with the uh, spe- with the special attack. Oh, really? Good to know. Good to know. Hmm. I hated those guys. I did. Too. Yeah, they can be frustrating because they can they'll dash right up to you and start throwing you, and yeah, most of the time if you go for a jump attack, they'll spin and. <laughs> and then like, later in the game, when you fight that one of those and the jetpack guy at the same time, exactly. yeah, what is that like? Because the jetpack guy is hard, 
And <laughs> like, yeah, the Vega yeah, put guys. Put them together. Right? You know, and they're like, they're oh, like, you beat him? Oh, time. you beat him? Beat them together. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. X is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were both uh, two way. Those are the two most frustrating for me is definitely uh, Jetpack Joyride there and uh, <laughs> Predator Hair Man. <laughs> but as far as like, you know, my favorite enemies, favorite boss, Joe already brought it up. The Ultimate Warrior guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awesome He's... seeing him there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a pretty easy boss, but I mean, I just, I love that they included him in it. Yeah. And it's obviously Ultimate Warrior. That's yeah. obviously what, yeah. what inspired And his attacks that. are just so novel. There's, the, you know, his gravity starts like hitting you with the wrench, it looks like. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, which he didn't do in the, fir- in, uh, the first game. That's oh, true. is he in the first game as well? Yes, he yeah. is. He actually looks more like the Ultimate Warrior in the first game than he does in this one. Oh, maybe they had mm-hmm. copyright concerns. <laughs> That's maybe. another question. They got maybe. away with a lot in this game in terms of copyright. And oh, yeah. I believe the uh, the fact the fat guys who spit fire, oh, I believe those guys were actually inspired by something from Fist game. of the North Star. Oh, that could be. I've never oh, watched that either. ever, really. But they were my most frustrating enemy from the first game. I don't know how many lives Absolutely. I lost on those guys. Same here. Same here. Oh. Once you, once I figured out that I couldn't, you know, throw them, that was... Exactly. It's like, yeah. what? Come on. That was my that big problem. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite intro has to be when you come out of the back of the... Like, you walk into the bar and you're fighting along and the bartender sees you and he ducks out the back. Then you fight uh, the girl with the whip, Electra, yep. whatever her name is. Yeah. And then you go out the back door and the bartender's still standing there and he flexes... And his undershirt rips off, but his vest remains intact. He was my favorite uh, intro. And also, the fastest undressing I've ever seen of a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> and you have personal experience, huh? <laughs> I used to work at a bar. <laughs> we used to have flex shirts off all the time. There you go. We <laughs> reckon with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, they did a really good job because... Yes, uh, a lot of the enemies uh, were color-swapped as you got farther on, mm-hmm. but uh, the names changed. Which... So, yeah, I, uh, I, I I took some notes when I was playing, and I noticed, like, uh, like some of the, the lesser enemies, like uh, the yeah. P-signal, G-signal. Now, I noticed that what it was is, is because of the, the color of what they were wearing, their jackets. Like, G-signal's green, P-signal's pink, Y-signal is yellow, I I just I never noticed that before, and all the times I played that, but it just you know because I was ta- actively taking notes this time, it just I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> I'm no really way. happy. Yeah, I'm really happy that you yep. took notes because I don't see color, and I had no idea where why their names were changing that way or what they were representing. So now you know. Now I know. Were there another other... one that I did take note of that I thought yeah. was kind of funny? Um, one of the the fire fat dudes, they named him Buffet. No oh joke. yes, <laughs> yep. I remember that. Awesome. Yep. Oh my, that made me laugh. Sega. Um, yeah. So there was a big, like, there was color palette swaps towards the end, but ultimately there was a big enough variety of the enemies that you didn't really get bored of them. And by having it so that, like, it wasn't you weren't guessing for you know the whole game. You knew going in, this is sort of what to expect from this type of guy. You know, and it was good that way. So you had some familiarity, but it also wasn't exactly the same. Exactly. Right, right. I can't believe I didn't notice that the, the their initials were synced up with their jackets. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
feel dumb because I noticed the names changing, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's this guy in the green jacket is named G Signal. That's weird." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no idea why they were changing. Yeah. It did actually take me a little while because I made note about it, and then I saw the G Signal, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I see. He's wearing green. There we go." Right. What's with the names though? Why would they go with? I don't know. It doesn't like, really make any sense. It's strange. Signal? What? I don't get it. Yeah. He's There's like a, a, like a, a, a biker fun. punk kind of. He's got a mohawk and yeah. like a leather jacket kind of. It's like, where does Signal come into that? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was, I was definitely thinking there was a lot of strange names throughout. Um, but yeah, were there any other uh, bosses or enemies you guys wanted to talk about? How I think about, we covered uh, most of them. How about... Uh, oh, uh, I did make one little note that, uh, that Donovan, he's another one of the, the lesser punks. I made a note that he looks a lot like uh, Vin Diesel as Riddick in Pitch Black. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see yeah. that now. <laughs> Somebody made a connection. There's, sunglasses. Yep. there's a Donovan... It's, it's Donovan Viper, isn't it? There's like there's an actual... Somebody on the forum... I'm going to go look it up now. But Somebody on the forum has made a connection that Liam's... He's a, Liam's name came from this game. Oh, oh really? Okay. Huh. Yeah, I oh, look it up now. I'd like to talk a bit about the uh, Mr. X has this like guy sitting next to him at the very end. He's like yep. his Shiva. Shiva, yeah. Um, is there any backstory to him? Do you guys know anything about that character? I don't believe there really is. He returns in three, but oh, really, oh, okay. yeah. And I think and you can actually like play a... as him. That's what three. I was going to say. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of like... the bosses you can actually. Players but but you actually like have to like stuff. do like a code or whatever. Like when he's like when he dies or whatever, you have to like I think you have to like hold A or something like the whole time, and then after that you can play as him when you continue. Something like that. It, it and, is so, yeah. And this while is in my review, number three but... only. You can't do this in number two. No, you can't do that in two. You can't play as any of the bad oh. guys in two. That's too bad. Yeah. So I always thought he was a, an interesting looking character, but and then all of a sudden he was just dead. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's a total badass in three. He's yeah. you know oh. very tough. Anyway, all right, that's about it for the uh, the enemies and bosses, I suppose. Unless you guys want to talk a minute about uh, Mister X, I found him kind of lackluster. I started very uh, easy boss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah after everything uh, you've been through to get to him, exactly. Like those those bear guys, I found way more difficult. Mm-hmm. This guy's just oh, yeah. run around and <laughs> put him down really quick. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, and I Absolutely. managed to keep him in the corner most of the time, so I was able to just yeah. bare knuckle him over and over again, and he he was done really quickly. That was the end of him. I agree. Yep. All right. Well, let's jump on into um, you know, kind of the the lesser point of the game, which is the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> now, the music for uh, for this game was by you, AKA the best part of the game. Well, no, well yeah, one of the best parts. Of the one, game. absolutely. For sure, for sure. Uh, Yuzu Kajiro, yeah, he's uh, he's known for, for making the Genesis sound great, um, which is quite a feat. <laughs> the Genesis is not known for its sound chip, but... Uh, but I love it. I do love it. Here. He definitely uh, pulls it out, there's no doubt. Um, so what did you guys think? When you were younger, what did you think about the soundtrack when you first heard it? I, I loved it right from the get-go. I mean, you know, it was like this you know dancey it's something i wasn't really used to like in other games you know yeah. it's, it's a completely unique soundtrack and it's just yeah i loved it and it's just it i don't know it's just it just it's it stuck with me all these years even after not playing the game for many years you know i just that's one of the things that, that stayed with me the longest 
And, uh, and I am jealous of that because I can definitely see me being nostalgic to, to the music in this game if I had been playing it as a child because it is catchy and I noticed yes. it right from the get-go. Like I hear that opening, uh, the, the intro theme, and it takes oh. me right back to like the summer of 92. Oh. Like, it's like sweltering. I was playing the game in my room with the lights out. It's just <laughs> instantly I'm right back every time I hear it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I can definitely believe that. As my first time through, um, I definitely thought that it stood out. Um, what about uh, some of your guys' favorite tracks? Joe, how about you? What was your, anything that stood out to you? Any of your favorites? Um, the whole the whole soundtrack is excellent. Actually, my favorite, if I had to pick one favorite, is actually the song for the end credits. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that is a catchy song. Yeah, I can yep. see that. I, uh, I've always been partial to number five since I started playing it this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because um, I went through and just listened to the soundtrack and I, I, I always seem to go back to five, level five for some reason. That's my favorite. It's got kind of more of a jazzier tune, I guess. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was about it, but I liked it. How about uh, how about you, Matt? Any favorites? Oh, yeah. I already mentioned my favorite, the, 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 the cave theme. You know, oh, the cave in, theme. Right. Yeah, in, in level three. Yeah. Yeah, that one's got a great atmosphere. It, it does. does. It certainly sets it up. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It works. Oh, I couldn't imagine any other song there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You nailed it. <laughs> oh yeah. How about you? P1? Any any tracks that stood out to you? I just found this the sound of this game was really. I don't know what's something wrong with my TV, but it's very tinny. Everything. Every time we play. <laughs> oh, it's the Genesis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I noticed with Rocket Knight Adventures, it was also very. <laughs> no, this uh, it sounded gorgeous, um, and like, you, like it's like you want to dance to it. Like it's, yeah, it's good music. I really enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, I would have. You know what? The alien stage is, uh, <laughs> yep. you know, but all of them. Like this, if you're, I'm hard pressed to pick one because I'm obviously I'm only I'm not as familiar with it as, as, as everybody else is, but. Um, but I, I just I enjoyed all of it overall. The whole thing sounds really good together, and and not just the music, but the sound effects fit. Like I'm convinced they hit guys with pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a minute to talk about the sound effects because oh yeah, they were really rewarding. Every hit that you make, it, it just makes you want to hit again. Oh you know yeah, what I mean, it keeps you going for oh, sure. Oh yeah, it had like that right like crunching sound. Yeah, <laughs> it really does sound so realistic. It does crunching when people hit the ground. Yep. Yeah, that's fun and the smashing. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything's not good. Even cracking open boxes or crates or, or yes, uh, yeah, everything just was like oh, the um, the, sh- the shattering glass sound. Yeah, the glass. Really yes, yes, yeah. So definitely kudos to them on the uh, on the the sound department in this game. Um, so well, we know the sound is great. I guess we could talk a bit about the graphics, which were also great. Um, I found them all really clear and detailed. Uh, I thought it was probably good enough that it almost could have been on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get stabbed. But I, I, anyway, I'm just joking. I, I love everything about the graphics. I think so. All, the, all the, um, the sprites were big and detailed. Um, yeah, were there anything that stood out to you guys? Maybe any cool looking characters or anything like that other than the Ultimate Warrior, perhaps? I was, gonna say, I was really impressed with how little slowdown there was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Like... Good There's point. a lot going on the screen in some of these, like eight or nine motorcycles, four or five guys with pipes, 
you know, in yeah. a jetpack asshole. And uh, well, I think the, yeah, the, the sixteen meg cartridge really helped because of course the first one was just an eight meg, and that's why there's such a noticeable leap right. in the second yeah. one from the first one. You know, because the first one that. looks much more like Master System in order. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah, all the characters are a lot smaller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was actually released on the Master System as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. CPT, let's not that's how you about... fact check for good. Oh, right on, right on. <laughs> P1, me and you grew up with the Super Nintendo. That's why we're used to slow down. That's why it's so shocking to us. We're not used uh... to fast processing. That's right. That's right. So, but even yeah. like even like the backgrounds and stuff, like the, they are really detailed. Like, yes. It mm-hmm, looks true. really good. Yeah, it, it was really well done. All the backgrounds. That's right. I completely forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like when okay. you see the amusement park in the background. That's exactly what I was thinking of that scene. See, yeah. It looks like, you know, almost like the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Exactly. I was just thinking that. It looks like Cinderella's exactly. Castle. Yeah. Huh. It, uh, it's really, it's, it sounds good. It's a gorgeous game. Um, it's fun, which is most important. Easy it's, to pick uh, up and play. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to believe this was a Genesis game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somewhere right now, Andy is biting a glass bottle and just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Gorman is writing a hate mail <laughs> yeah. now let's keep in mind that you know right from Streets of Rage 1 I mean they were able to do two player co-op which Final sure. Fight couldn't on Super Nintendo so uh, yeah. take that all you Super Nintendo snobs out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh and uh, and Streets of Rage 1 did not animate very well you know, on the you. Super Nintendo Streets of Rage oh, was on the first Super Nintendo? Is that what you just said? The first one was on the Super Nintendo? Final Fight. The first. Oh, Final Fight. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it did not... The, the animation was not that great. No. no. You're right. No. Not compared to... It was to very, people. like, robotic. And they had to drop a whole character. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, uh, I have to say, though, like, the these are really my first two uh, adventures into the Genesis, uh, Streets of Rage 2 and Rocket Knight uh, a couple of months ago. Mm. Yeah, and I have been very impressed with what this little black box has been able to do. Yeah. But when oh, the yeah. Genesis puts out a good game, it's good. But then they've put out bad games, which are some of the worst. Right. Yeah. Right. It, um, Genesis definitely does put oh, out some good games. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. I'll, hold, I'll reserve my Even judgment like, for... Uh... And I hate to be pluggy again, but this is the game that I review, like McDonald's <laughs> Treasureland Adventure. That's, That's a, good a damn game. good game. Very yeah. good game. It really is. That was a develop a treasure, right? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. There's a ton of great games for the Genesis that we mm-hmm. could name off, but you got to admit, this is definitely one of the top. Oh, so absolutely. In, That's my favorite. In the Streets of Rage trilogy, where does this one fall? Like, is it the best? Is two... Like, do they just keep getting better? Like, is three so mind blowingly it, awesome that they didn't make any more? Well, two is my favorite. Three yeah. did bring a lot of great things to the table, but no, it's not as good as two. Hmm. What about you, I, Joe? What do you think? I feel like three tried too hard. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like that. a lot of what they do, and it, but they got so much right with the Swift two. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah, I. I not having played any of the other ones, I'm so I, terrified I think, to go play them and, and yeah. not like them. I wouldn't suggest at least going with three. Trying three out. One, I mean, I mean, it's you can if, if you can get it cheap, you know, I would try it out. But you know, yeah. you don't really have to. You know, it's still a good game, but it's yeah, not as good as two. 
Does three of the character like does is it more fast paced or is it slower than two? Um, so I like the direction I think they're it's going. Really, that much faster. Okay. It's about but the same. I, I mean, I think. Okay. Yeah, pretty okay. much. But I think you. Well, I, I, I do think like you got to play a little like more the, defensively, though. Yeah, oh. I, and you can like because this was made uh, three was made after the six button controller came out, so uh. you can use the X button and do those like special the the special special moves, if you will. Um, yeah, and yeah, they like it's, it's like almost like you know Street Fighter like moves. You, you press X and then you do like a quarter circle and whatnot. It, oh, it's pretty really? Cool. It, yeah, uh, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yes. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a great game in its own regard, but mm. two is the better one. Yeah, in all departments. Here, folks. I think the graphics are better. The music is better. Everything's better in two. Right but that's just my opinion. Yeah, if anybody out the there likes three better, they that's cool. Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> wrong. It bugs me that they pal swap <laughs> the characters for three. Yeah, I think it's weird how they change the color in, in the uh, the American three. Now, from what right. I've read, so, I, mean, I, I haven't played. I know you you own the reproduction car of uh, Bare Knuckle. Yeah, in, in Bare Knuckle, they have they kept the colors from two for right. their outfits. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know why they changed that for the American three. No idea. It's so weird. Huh. But if I'm not mistaken. Let me uh, look. I actually have the cartridges right here near me. Um, the colors, the uh, yellow shirt that uh, Axel's wearing in yeah. 3. He's yeah. wearing a yellow shirt on the cover of uh, Streets of Rage 1. Okay. Oddly enough. And Blaze is wearing an all-white all outfit on the cover of uh, 1. Okay. That's strange. Huh. So maybe that's where they got it from? I don't that know. That could be. Maybe. Hmm. Now I'm curious. <laughs> I am looking forward to playing it, though. Actually, um, this month I played it on the uh, the Sonic uh, Ultimate Genesis collection, which okay. is amazing, by the way. It's, oh, it is. It's mm-hmm. so much. And I think the third one's on there, too, so I'm definitely going to try it out for sure. I believe it is, yeah. Yeah. With that said, I'm just curious, overall, what you guys thought uh, playing this now in comparison to playing it then, and if you would recommend it to uh, to other people who haven't maybe uh, given it a shot yet. And is this the one that you would recommend them in the series by the sounds of things we already know that? But I'm going to ask you anyway. So, <laughs> Just uh, before that, I'm going yeah. to jump to Anzi's thoughts. And, oh, uh, okay. Because oh. I, I want to hear what he has to say. I'm sure uh, our listeners want to hear. And actually, as opposed to last time where I robbed the gentleman of being able to hear Aaron's and made them listen to the whole episode. I'm going to play what Anzi said through my phone so you can hear it, and then I'll add it in afterwards. Okay. Oh, awesome. Uh, cool. Yeah. So if fun. you are a fan of Yuzo Koshiro, just stop now because you're <laughs> frustrated. <laughs> All right, I'm hopping off. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. This is uh, Anzi of the Rad Rascals. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you for inviting me onto the Cartridge Club. Unfortunately, can't make it. Our schedules kind of uh, clashed, which sucks because I also wanted to thank you for including this game on your Cartridge Club. It's, um, man, one of the best games of all time. It's one of my f- absolute favourites and it has been for 20 odd years now. And that is, of course, Streets Rage 2, um, Bare Knuckle 2. Just had a look, uh, doing a bit of research, and the uh, title, the subtitle in Japan is amazing, The Requiem for the Battle, or something really kind of melodramatic, and it just sums it all up, I mean, it's just cheesy, awesome, fun. Um, Another thing I learned just by reading up on it, because I wanted to come prepared to this, man, Um, 
I've always said it's been released in 92. That's true, but it was released like really late December 92 in America. Um, for the rest of the world, including Japan, it was January 93, so it's a 1993 video game. I can't actually remember when I played it myself. All I know is that I played it when I was a wee nipper. Shit, I would have been about seven years old when this came out, so... I'm guessing I played around 95, 96, and I just fell in love with it. I mean, uh, every year I'll just come back and play it through to completion. It's a game that I cannot move on from, and for good reason. I mean, people slate the Genesis for its uh, sound, and uh, no, Bare Knuckle 2, Streets of Rage 2, has the best soundtrack out there. And even when I'm not playing it, even when I just don't feel like this year going back to it, I'll always listen to the soundtrack. You only need to put an expander on your digital monophone or whatever you kids are calling it nowadays with your MP3s and your MIDI files. Um, no, I mean, the soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Yozo Koshiro. I mean, he's he's famous enough as it is, but Streets of Rage 2 is a really testament to his uh, awesome portfolio. But as for the game itself, I mean, it's just so tight. You've got four characters, Max, Axel, Blaze, and uh, I'm going to start calling him Sammy, uh, Skate. Um, and they're all completely different characters, play completely different. Like, Max is really strong, but very slow. Axel is a bit more strength kind of thing, but... Um, Sorry, he's strong, but a bit faster, a bit more uh, kind of athletic moveset. Blaze is just your all-rounder, equal strength, speed, everything. And uh, Skate is just, he's weak, but he's fast, man. And he can throw characters around, and it's, oh, man, he's my favourite. I don't play as any of the other ones. I'm not interested in all the other ones. Whenever I play with anyone, it's just a case of, I will play as Skate, you can play as whoever you want, but don't slow me down so um yeah i mean eight stages eight stages of awesomeness and it's just such a tight tight game the combat i mean your movesets you can just spam buttons and you get the job done and it's fun you have weapons and you can just beat up the other player the characters everyone or you can kind of like uh, find all the nuances and just play the crap out of it like um a couple of years ago, I discovered that you can land on your feet if, uh, like, R signal or Y signal, one of the bad guys chucks you. Then if you press up and B, I think it is, um, you can land on your feet and you don't take damage. Which is kind of cool because the other character can grab you and throw you as well. So, um, man, if <laughs> if you're a player that you're playing with, you're two, your buddy, you're two-player... Um, chucks you, you're like a human missile, you'll damage other characters, but if you land on your feet, you don't take any damage, so it's kind of nifty like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it always descended, I'm sure you guys playing Double Dragon or whatever the hell you Nintendo players out there played, you, you'd play, start off playing normally, and then one your mate would accidentally hit you or take a one-up or would take something that you were after. So you give him a cheeky little punch upside the head, and that always descended into just massacring your, your buddy and just fighting on the streets of rage and not taking any um, kind of notice of the enemies. 
for Streets of Rage 2, you had a good mode to do that. You had the dual mode. So from your main option, you had one player, two player, or dual. And that just descended you on one of the iconic stages with loads of weapons if you chose it. And um, you could just hash it out. Many an argument was solved through doing that uh, with me and my best mate. And it just kind of summed up those years of my life. I'd always go around my mate's house, uh, my mate called Joe, and we would just play Streets of Rage 2. I mean, I'm, I'm not fond of Streets of Rage. It's just, I'm sure it's a good game. It's just not my game. And Streets of Rage 3, I don't play. I don't like it at all. Uh, they fucked with, uh, sorry, language. They messed with uh, Sammy's um, moveset. And that that doesn't jive with me, sucker. That doesn't jive at all. So, um, Streets of Rage 3, uh, of course, infamously, anywhere outside of Japan, it was ultra hard. Um Japan had an easy mode. I, I don't know why usually it's the reverse, but Streets of Rage 3 just really wasn't my kind of scene. And of course, you have to give credence to Streets of Rage Remake. It reached version 5, um, just I think they're called Bomber Games, just spent years and years redoing the whole game from the ground up, like redoing the sprites, releasing it for PC, and as soon as they got to the final version, Sega slapped them with the cease and desist, which sucks because it's not an IP that they protect. They haven't done anything with that IP for years, so it's kind of a bitch move on Sega's part. But again, check out the soundtrack. Like, if you put in Expander V5, you you know you get the remix, and it's just utterly tight. One day, I want to make a kind of main machine and just slap in Streets of Rage remake in there, and it'll just be really really tight. But yeah, I mean, that's enough of me babbling. Hopefully, you've got a few coherent thoughts out of this. So, thanks again for inviting me on. I'm so gutted I couldn't make it. But yeah, have fun discussing Streets of Rage 2. Rec Room for the Battle. That's awesome. I'm happy that you get to play that for us, too. Yeah, so that's... Uh, Anzi, thanks so much for your thoughts. Um, I am also gutted that you, you couldn't be here. But uh, between you and me, pal, I am determined to get you on this show. And yes. I think I might have a way, but I want to wait until it's maybe around Christmas time. I'm thinking this Christmas we might uh, have, uh, have Let's a... Let's just do Streets of Rage 3. seems to like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I have an idea for what game I want to do for December just to get Anzi on here. And I know it's a game that he likes, um, but uh, I don't uh, want to say what it is just yet. I but know it's a game that I want to play, and I know it's a game that you want to play. You already own it, too. I do own it, and I think you own it as well. I don't. <laughs> no, you do. You did. Uh. You bought it uh, disc only at uh, EB Games one day. Oh, I did. I got the case now for it too. Oh, I nice. forgot. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, so, did, I did go and look up that uh, that subtitle that he was just talking about. The rec- it's called Bare Knuckle Two: The Requiem of the Deadly Battle. Yes. Yeah, That's awesome. I never knew about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think very dramatic. Huh. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> Go to my YouTube channel after you're done listening to this. <laughs> it's been a while since we plugged, you know. It has been a while exactly. since we plugged. It's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, so that's Anzi's thoughts. Uh, as you can tell, he loves this game. Um, oh, and he certainly loves three. <laughs> big fan. Right there. Big fan of three. Yeah. I, got, I gotta so disagree cool. with him about skating that game. I like skating that game. I like his like. Uh, his uh, breakdowns kind of kick move, like when you uh, hit the X button. It's another one of those quarter circle things. It's it's pretty cool, I think. Uh, we got to get you hey, two in a row. That's different opinions, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, but also, so, so next up in right. the steel cage. <laughs> yes, I I messed up. I said ninety two. He's right. It was ninety three here. I, I said ninety two because I think it's my shirt says I'm wear, actually wearing that shirt now. The one I was wearing in my review. Yeah, it says where were you in ninety two? Oh, really? I think that's why I, think, I said ninety two. Uh, I think you're right. It was ninety two in North America and ninety. It actually was released later in. Uh, Maybe I'm not sure. I'd Europe. like to verify what actually you did say. So where can I find that video, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, you find that in this very podcast because I said it earlier. Because uh, <laughs> I, I was talking about you know my memories of you know the hot summer nights and all that that part. <laughs> so that's uh, that's Andy's overall thoughts on Streets of Rage two. So let's find out what uh, what you guys think. So uh, Joe, overall Streets of Rage two, you know. Boom or bust? Would you recommend it to other people? Absolutely. Without a doubt. It's actually one of those games where if I'm hanging out with friends, it's like, hey, want to play something? Right on. Toss yeah, and that's a good point. It is, I recently uh, invited a friend over, and he doesn't own a Wii U, so his options were, like, we could play whatever you want to play, you know, because, you know, this is just a night for us to hang out and play some games, and we record a little bit of footage for an upcoming project. Um, but, uh, he uh, he. The first thing he said was, well, "Do you want to play Streets of Rage?" And I was like, "You don't want to play Smash Bros. or Mario Kart or Hyrule Warriors? You know, Captain Toad? <laughs> nope. Uh, let's play Streets of Rage." <laughs> <laughs> we then switched over to Smash Bros. But we did play Streets of Rage first. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> so Matt, what about you? You're. Uh, is this a game uh, that you would? Hell yeah, I would recommend it to anybody, <laughs> especially to especially to beat 'em up fans. But I mean. Anybody, I mean, Genesis fans, if you somehow have never played Streets of Rage 2, you've got to play Streets of Rage 2. It's, like, pretty much a perfect game. I mean, it holds up just as well as when I played it for the first time as, you know, a kid. It's just, uh, it's an excellent game. Amazing Yuzo Kishiro soundtrack, excellent graphics. Everything is phenomenal about this game. I think that sums it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a gem. It is a, a, a oh, sterling, absolutely. shining, beautiful gem on the Sega Genesis mm-hmm. that if you have a Genesis or if even if you have the Sonic and what is it the Sonic Mega Super Collection Alt, Sega Ultimate Genesis Collection whatever <laughs> <laughs> you need to if you have oh, access I, I to like this that game, title better the Mega <laughs> that, that's a better title <laughs> you should play this uh, game subtitle or whatever yeah <laughs> It uh, it's yeah, it's it's a great game, and I'm sure after this podcast goes live, it'll be all the rage. Mm. Oh, I see, I see what the... you did there. Oh, you tell. <laughs> yeah. What's to uh, to see who else is playing along with us this month, shall we? Yeah. Have you actually gone to the forums yet tonight? Yeah, I'm there now. Yeah. Are you getting a blank screen? No, I am. Oh, good. A million I... messages. <laughs> okay, good. Because I get a blank screen, so you do forms. Uh, well there's there's so many um i'll I'll try and just rifle through as quick as i can talk about everybody who's been playing um we got a lot of people we got yoshi knuckles of course fitnet uh slightly livid who i think did a playthrough of of the remake that andy was talking about so if you wanted to see what that looks like yeah he uploaded it to his youtube channel yeah, so that's slightly livid gaming. Um, Kevin, of course, our, our buddy over. Buried on Mars, of course. Uh, Nestromancer, Single Banana. Dean from Round 2 Gaming, our friend there. Uh, Cartridge Canuck, of course. Is, he was actually quite active this month and uh, had a lot of posts on here. So um, he's, he's definitely passionate. 
passionate for the game. Um, Rocket Sauce, Low from And Then She Games, Nick from Nostalgic, Jay Dubious from Dubious Gaming, Five Buddy. Game Suicide, yeah, Duke from Retro Nonsense. Oh my gosh, there's so many people. Uh, go back to uh, go back to Single Banana because he mentioned because he has yeah. a podcast as well and he mentioned. Uh... Uh, what they had done, they had a contest with they this do, game. <laughs> actually has uh, a podcast as well. Each month they kind of do like a challenge, um, and at the end they have a podcast where it's called the RF Generation Playcast, where in this case the challenge was to get the, the highest score um, for, for their Streets of Rage 2 playthrough. So it's kind of a neat idea. It's kind of similar to what we do, and we should maybe think about considering putting a challenge into ours sometimes, I think. Uh, steal that idea because I think it's a great one. Just beating the games most of the months is a challenge enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to win the challenges, but <laughs> I do think we should we should consider doing it if you need to have a challenge. Maybe a yeah. Tetris challenge. Yeah. No, that'll never fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But anyway, I want to get back to uh, all the people who are on. I think I said most of them. I don't think I said J-Rock yet. I might have. Um, Liam the Donovan Viper he's also been playing along with us and uh, and Rambox who actually did a, a really great sum up um, of the game so definitely give that a read and Rambox is a huge uh, beat em up fan I believe is this correct? yeah I uh, think yeah. so I thought that was him yeah so I'd like to hear where this place is on his list too I wonder I wonder if it's up there yeah but yeah that's so, it uh, uh, on the forums Twitter was also like uh, there's a lot of people on Twitter a lot of photos Cartridge Canuck was uh, nice enough to tweet us a photo of him reading the manual from the toilet. Uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. And, uh, so the manual's a good read. <laughs> um, Mrs. Q-Dog, uh, during J-Rock's uh, hashtag Tasty Games extravaganza, she yeah. chose Streets of uh, Rage 2 as her Tasty Games photo. That's right. I've seen that. That's right. Uh, Anzi also linked on there... Um, his uh, hardcore attempt. He does actually quite well. And uh, actually, Marmol, the five-game suicide, he was playing on the uh, on the iPhone, so he had, like, the uh, the touchscreen controls. Oh, which, really? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He said it handled pretty well. Right on, right on. Oh, and... No, yeah, it is. Like, I couldn't... Uh, I wouldn't expect that. But there's a lot of no. uh, a lot of finished screens here. A lot of people beat beat the game this month, so... Awesome. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, if you want to see any of those tweets, just search hashtag cartridge club, and they're right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, anybody who's on there, you should probably follow them because they're probably awesome people. Hmm. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah. So it was a very active game. Yeah. Cool. This was a great uh, a great game to start the year off with, I think. Yeah. All right. So let's take a minute to thank our our guests. Definitely. Yeah, Matt uh, and Joe. Thank you both so much for joining us tonight. Oh, it's um, been a pleasure. It was my yeah, absolutely. That's what I was just gonna say. It's exciting for us to, to get to talk to new people because uh, uh, every month we we usually have new guests on there, but sometimes uh, there's Kevin. months where we don't have any new guests. And the fact that you're both new guests, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, he does dominate the majority of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like. You might as well just be like the permanent third host. <laughs> is uh is I'm I'm not familiar with who that is. What guest is that? Kevin. <laughs> yeah. He is on a lot. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's just because he plays every month. And uh, he's always available, and he uh, he actually has some photos of me that he's holding for blackmail. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> oh, boy. That'll yeah. do it. <laughs> so uh, 
I know we've had a couple of plugs, one or two tonight, but uh, I took this chance for you guys to like one give or that thousand more like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give that last solid push for you know this is where I am, this is where you can check me out. So Joe, why don't you uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find Joe Goes Retro? Okay, well Joe Goes Retro can easily be found uh, on Twitter, on YouTube, of course. On Facebook, uh, Jogo's Retro Blog on Instagram, because I never changed the name of that account. Huh. And uh, that's the that's the bulk of it right there. Um, actually, uh, just going to do one little bit more of a plug. Uh, probably around, close to around the time that this will be uh, available, if I remember what uh, P1 said to me. <laughs> uh, oh, don't go by that. I'm always wrong. Okay, well, <laughs> roughly around this time, uh, I will be uploading my top five favorite Genesis games list. Ooh, oh. Can you give us a sneak peek? Does uh, Streets of Rage make the cut? Oh, it definitely does. Nice. Oh, yeah, pretty much has to. And uh, I, th- I think uh, despite certain games I talk about a lot on what I do, I think there might be one or two surprises to the list. Oh, cool! Perfect. Very nice. Very nice. Look forward to that. I do like the uh, the Jogo's Retro Top Five lists. It's been a while since I've done one, so I'm overdue. Nice. There I'm looking go. forward to that. Uh, um, so the podcast that we have tonight. So put your video up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, so Matt, Signature Destroyer, LJ and Defender, Man yep. of a Thousand Names. Tell us yeah, much. <laughs> where you can be found. Okay, well, first and foremost, like I said before, Cygnus Destroyer 20XX on YouTube. I mean, if you want to look up my Twitter and Facebook, it's, you know, facebook.com forward slash Cygnus Destroyer and at Cygnus Destroyer on Twitter. But, yeah, you can find all three of my shows on the YouTube channel. Like I said, LJ and Defender, Cygnus Destroyer Retro Reviews, you know, which just covers anything and everything retro. And the third one is Innocent Until Proven Guilty. Yeah, you should – I definitely recommend checking out – both of these guys on Twitter, they're both uh, very active. Oh, wait, I'm, while I'm at it, I might as well plug. I, I started this year, I'm doing a schedule for my videos. I'm doing, well, Joe said he's doing every week. I'm doing every other Wednesday. So there'll be a new video for me next Wednesday, new Innocent Till Proven Guilty, which will be on a Genesis game, but I will not reveal what it yeah, is. Yeah, I usually try to do mine every Friday. Okay. Nice. So we can wait the week up, and then I can start my weekend off right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, Matt is also you can also, you'll also find him I imagine next year at the uh, Pat the NES Punk uh, Miracle Children's Hospital Network. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, extra. Yeah, whenever he does collection. that, yeah, I'm I'm always there. If you're <laughs> in the yeah. chat there, you, I'll be there. Right on. Yeah. He uh, he's actually the person who instigated the raid uh, this year. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was a fly on the wall for some a little bit of that. <laughs> excellent so guys again thank you so much uh player two thank you for being here tonight i uh, i know you just, just moved into your house um great so that's this month's game guys and i hope everybody enjoyed playing it as much as we did but next month is a new month which means a new game and uh for this one we are leaving the uh the lofty heights of streets of rage 2 in the sega genesis to play the uh the super nintendo borderline amazing Super rare, hard to find, JRPG, loved by some, hated by some, uh, Earthbound. And, uh, we have two guests lined up that absolutely love this game, 
And I've played a little bit of it so far, and they are going to have to do some fast talking to convince me that it is <laughs> worth two hundred dollars. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm, I I can agree with that. I've only I've emulated it and played a little. Yeah, yeah it's, I've, uh, I've never played it at all. I've yet to play it. I was lucky lucky enough to have it gifted to me by uh, some schmuck this summer, but uh, very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's my brother. <laughs> I am looking forward to playing it for the first time. Yeah, so that's that's next month. Uh, <laughs> so, if you're listening to this episode uh, and you've already subscribed to the new RSS feed, that's awesome. We, uh, due to uh, space restrictions on Podomatic, we have migrated the entire Cartridge Club and Retro Fandango over to Podbean. What that means to you as a listener is two things. One... You can now access every episode of the Cartridge Club and Retro Fandango right back to episode one, all through iTunes. Um, You can also get them on podbean.com. But what it also means is, if you have been subscribed to us through iTunes, or if you subscribe through our RSS feed, or if you subscribe through the horrible-to-use Podomatic app, um, that is going to, as of March 1st, no longer exist. So you will need to subscribe to the new one. Uh... So, on iTunes, if you search Cartridge Club, it should be the only option now. It's, uh, the icon is a photo of myself and Player 2 in like the Fight Club uh, cartoon animation. Um, so, if you go to iTunes and search that now, you, sh- you should be able to have that uh, as well. It'll be on Podomatic, and uh, it'll be on Podbean, and it'll stay on Podbean forever now. So, I know that's sort of confusing, and it's a pain in the ass to have to subscribe again after you've already done so, but uh, we, wanted, we really wanted to be able to give everybody the full backlog right back to Episode 1 and not limit uh, what you were able to listen to. And the, the prices on Podbean are much more reasonable than the outlandish prices on Podomatic. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. And now, as everybody knows, we never script endings, so I'm going to, at this point, leave it up to our two guests to be creative and uh, take us out. So, fellas? <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, this is Jake from Totally Rad. You've been listening to the Cartridge Club, and now you're filled with gnarly potential. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Wow. Uh, Perfect. Don't think I can top that. <laughs>